You're listening to the Close to Home Podcast, where we believe your home should feel like your favorite place, not just a space. Tune in to get your questions answered, hear from experts, and learn the newest trends, how-tos, and stories to live your best life at home. If you're ready to learn about the housing market, get your financial house in order, be entertained, or make your best life at home, this show is for you. Now here's your host, realtor, educator, investor, and dog lover, Brennan Klaus. Welcome to the Close to Home podcast. We're your hosts. I am Brennan Klaus and I'm Tracy Erickson. And we're back with another episode. And Tracy, I feel like we get to tell so many great stories over social media about our clients, but we never really tell the full end-to-end picture. That's right. I know. So I'm so excited today that we have front and center two clients. Yeah, Rachel and Zach. And they're going to tell us all about their first time buying experience. We're going to talk all about the highs and the lows, what's uh, scary, what's not scary maybe, um, what they think other buyers might want to know before they get started in this process, all of that fun stuff. So yeah. without, without further ado, Rachel and Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves, where you're living now in your new house, what you're in now? Sounds great. <laughs> um, well, we bought our house in Kirkland, Washington. Um, we've lived in the area for a while, and we were finally able to buy a house, um, which was something we had been working on or working toward for a couple of years. Um, so we already knew the area, which is why we were focusing there. Um, and we were expecting a baby, so we needed a little bit more room than our tiny one-bedroom apartment in Seattle. Um, yeah, and we both work in the area. Um, I'm at Amazon, and Zach is in Bellevue. Um, you want to say anything, too? I don't want to talk for you. Yeah, I mean, to, if, if it helps to be more precise, we spent uh, a few years in Kirkland. We, we moved down here from uh, Bellingham and went to school together up at Western. Uh, it's been a few years down here in Kirkland, renting, of course, and uh, we got married. Uh, shortly after we got married, actually, we reached out to Brennan because we had been in such a world about getting married where we felt we needed to be working on something, like have a big project or have you know something on the horizon. So when the marriage was over, oh, marriage was what? Over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what we hope it's not over yet. And, uh, when the wedding was over, we were antsy and needed to do something. So we thought, well, what else do you do after you get married? Well, you buy a house. So we reached yeah. out to, to Brennan and said, but Brennan, look, we're so excited. We're, we just got married. We're going to go get a house now. And uh, started looking over in Seattle. We knew we wanted to live over in Seattle. Um, I guess we can talk about that process here in a little bit. But just to give background, we ended up not buying at the time. We uh, decided to rent, go see the Seattle neighborhoods a little bit more, stay there for a couple of years, and we moved back to Kirkland when it was time to get a house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit more because you actually started the search or semi started it like two years ago when we were looking at condos in Capitol Hill. So tell us a little bit about where you were then and kind of what you were looking for. And then um, what made you not purchase at that time? Um, well, we definitely were not thinking very far ahead, which was probably our own fault because we weren't thinking about uh, kids at that point. Um, 
I honestly don't remember if like our plan was to like live there and then buy a bigger place, um, but I'm glad we didn't. Yeah. Um, and I think we just, we liked, you know, the Seattle area. We hadn't really like lived there too much uh, or at all, really, I guess we hadn't ever lived there, but we wanted to like try it out. Um, and so we were just kind of looking around at what was available. I don't think we looked at anything on the east side with you at that point. Right, was, yeah, we were just looking in Seattle. Yeah, I think we were But you lived on the east side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, so we knew we wanted to kind of come over and at least try that out. Um, and then, you know, we I remember there was one place we really, really liked uh, right in Capitol Hill um, that I think, you know, at that time too, we had just had a wedding. Um, and we definitely did not have as much kind of financial support, I guess, as, as we did now. Um, and we mostly kind of backed out because it, it felt a little too stressful. I didn't really feel like it should feel like. Um, and I definitely didn't get the feeling of that place that we got from this place. Um, and I think it was just also like we wouldn't have been able to do 20% at that point, I think also was part of it. And it was mostly just the financial piece that was really, really stressing us out. Um, and I mean, you can tell me if you don't want this part in there later, but his parents were not not okay with us doing that. So that was a really big part of it. Um, so well, they, they helped us figure out that we were we were totally on autopilot. We weren't thinking logically or thoughtfully with like what's going on in the years ahead. We just felt like, hey, it's it's time to go get a house now, I guess. Let's go get a house. Let's see what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. And, uh, you know, we, we tried to justify the, the high price tag. As Rachel mentioned, we had you know very little down for a down payment. So we knew the mortgage would have been a, a huge percentage of our monthly income. We tried to justify it by saying, well, we can just not travel. We can just not do this or that and not really acknowledging the reality of the situation. So we fortunately, I, my parents brought us back down to earth and uh, yeah. you know, it helped us understand, you know, things don't always go according to plan and we need to you know, be better yeah. prepared. And also like in hindsight, I'm so happy we don't live in Seattle. Also we're at a different point in our life too. So I think we're just totally yeah. different people. Um, so we're not really looking for like that city life. And, you know, since we've moved here, a lot of this obviously has to do with what's going on in the world, but our lives have not changed because we don't live in a city at all. So then, yeah. So then you guys decided um, in 2020, you're like, okay, well, now is the time. This is, the time is right. We're ready to do this. And how did you start looking on the east side? Did you know right away you were going to look over there? Or how did that evolve? I think we, were, we started talking about it in, like, April. Uh-huh. Um, and we weren't like super like, yes, we are definitely, this is the year for us. We were just kind of like, okay, let's start talking about this again. You know, it's been a couple of years. Um, we were s saving a lot of money cause we weren't traveling. Yeah. Um, and then a couple months later we found out we were pregnant. So we we're kind of like, okay, maybe this expedites the process a little bit. It usually does. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh -huh. that, that's, that was honestly probably the driving factor of doing it in like 2020. And even then we weren't actually trying to buy until probably around this time. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Like January. Later February. 2021. Um, Cause our lease technically wouldn't have been up yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at our yeah. other place. Um, but it kind of all just fell together in terms of like, you know, we're expecting the baby and we actually do have the kind of financial 
pieces to back this up barely. Um, <laughs> and we, we knew we liked the East Side already because we had lived there for so long. He works over there. Um, obviously at Amazon, I can work from home pretty much whenever now. Um, so it's not really as much of an issue. So like, obviously that was a big factor of like East Side versus Seattle. And um, we just knew we liked the area. So it just made a lot more sense to, to kind of look over here um, long-term, especially with like a family. Cause you know, when I don't think it was any Seattle houses either, but um, you know, with kids and, and stuff. And we have a dog now too. So we needed, we needed the space. We needed the yeah. bedrooms. Yeah. We needed the yard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so when you guys saw this house, I mean, what, what it, how did it check your, the boxes or how did it appeal to you or how did you know it was the one? I think we approached this, uh, this home buying process way more thoughtfully than we did two years prior. So before we even talked to Brennan, um, when we knew we were going to be in the market soon, we drove around a lot of different neighborhoods in Seattle and the east side and, and all over um, just to get a sense of, you know, what are we, what are we seeing on, on the, the Compass app versus what are we seeing, you know, in front of us and driving around. So that helped a lot. Um, when we connected with Brendan, we told him our timeline. You know, we, told, we connected with him, what, back in August, September, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Um, and said, hey, we're looking to buy in maybe January, February when the market is, is down. Um, ideally, and then um, I don't know, a couple of weeks after that, Brandon invited us out for a day of, of house shopping. Um, so what that gave us an opportunity to do is take the you know several dozen houses we had favored on the app to try or book appointments as every, you know as many as we could do in a day. So I think Brandon booked like ten houses for us on, on a Friday afternoon and uh, for a tour on Sunday, and that's relevant because on you know come Sunday morning. Four out of the ten had already gone off the market, so the the first lesson learned is you know the, the, the time timing is so important. So it, you know that drove home some urgency. So we saw a bunch of different kinds of houses that we liked. We wouldn't we hadn't we didn't have a precise idea of what we were looking for. We just knew you know x number of bedrooms, these neighborhoods broadly, but not even that precisely. So Brendan showed us several different kinds of houses, several different neighborhoods, and. After that weekend, most of the things we thought we liked on the app, we didn't like at all. We saw in person. It just feels totally different to yeah. stand inside a place than it does to look at some yeah. heavily photoshopped images. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely. And the next weekend, uh, Brandon invited us out again uh, to take another Sunday, looking for houses that fit the mold of the one house that we liked that prior weekend, look for ones that are really close to that. The Gilmore Girl House. Right? Yes, so the Gilmore Girl, Girl House. <laughs> that is what we called it. <laughs> So that weekend we go, we see, you know, six more houses, you know, still, you know, of the 10 that we wanted to go see a few of them fell off the market. So again, implying urgency. Um, saw a bunch of houses and uh, after seeing this particular one we were in, we just, you know, couldn't stop thinking about it, even though we kept you know, seeing some other houses yeah. throughout the day. So yeah. um, we were just trying to second guess ourselves on the whole drive. Like, okay, like, or what are we overthinking? You know, what are we, you know, how, how are we being unreasonable here? based on our past experience and we you know, did you know, some quick risk analysis in our head and it, it felt right. Uh, we were really happy to have had the experience of doing this two years ago uh, to understand the stakes and to understand how to second guess ourselves. How do we know we're you know, right about this decision? Yeah. And uh, decided to, to go for it knowing the urgency of the, of the market. Yeah, and I think 
I think it was, we saw it on Sunday and it was like the second to last house that we saw. And the house that we saw after this one was really close and it actually had a very similar layout, but it was just like, I don't know, it was just like cold. I don't really know how to like describe yeah. it. It, yeah. just wasn't, it just wasn't the same. Um, so we were like, I remember being like at that house, like waiting for the other people who were touring it to go through, um, just waiting for them to be done. And we were like on our phones, like looking at this house still. <laughs> um, so we were kind of just like, mm, okay, we're, we're pretty good. Um, but I, I honestly also don't remember, I feel like last time um, when we were looking at condos, it wasn't as quite um, of like a, a timing thing. I feel like we had a little bit more time on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus, more time mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah. yeah. Versus yeah. going yeah. In, into this, you know, we kind of knew we had to make that really quick decision um, as well as like this house was definitely over the budget that we had discussed by a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, and we actually got it under, which is like crazy. In Seattle, yeah. So yeah. That is the one way we're kind of an outlier for, for you. Right. Um, but we had already gone into it thinking, you know, we're going to have to go over, like, by a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, right. So it worked out for us that way. But I don't know. We just came into this one, and it just, like, felt very, like, homey and warm. And I think I like the more traditional type houses anyway. Um, I didn't know that about myself until we started looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it just kind of worked out. And obviously, you know, this house isn't, like, super modern or anything like that. But it just, like, it felt... It felt like like very homey, and I think that made a really big difference. Well, isn't it interesting how your opinion like evolves of what you think you like, or you know, it just changes at the more houses you see. You know, totally. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I thought we were going to end up in one of those tall, skinny ones, but after like going to those and like seeing it, I think there was one in Ballard that at least drove past or something, and we were just like, no. This is yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that that, that um, the whole you can't, you don't know until you see in person is one major point for everyone to like really take it home because it it is true. You don't really know what a house is like until you look at it in person. Yeah. Like even the virtual tours don't do it justice. And then the driving around the neighborhoods is so important because in the market as quick as it's going, you have to know if you like that neighborhood before you even go see the house. Like you have to know that this is a neighborhood we want to be in. We're comfortable with it. Cause you don't have a lot of time after you see it to decide that. Like even driving around for two hours after that, you may not have that much time <laughs> to yeah. do that. Right. And so you guys going around, driving around, understanding the neighborhoods, I think is really vital. So what, what parts of the process um, were this time around? Was there any, since you had already been through it, you know, a few years prior, was there anything scary about it this time or had you kind of gotten those nerves out of the way the first time around? Um, I think the scariest part was the, the down payment or the yeah. money. Handing all that money over. We just had never given anybody that much money before. Yeah. Uh, and doing any kind of like not just like not a check like if I was like handing it to Brennan or something like I feel like I would feel fine about it but doing some kind of like wire transfer we were like the whole like two days we were like did it go through like did somebody like steal it I don't know yeah there's no confirmation that was my scariest part I don't know about you for me it was the, the, the timing the stakes are much higher now we're having a kid you know like there's you know no other option I mean you could stay in the one bedroom but that would just you know be awful and would, would complicate things and make this go further. So I think this time it was like, 
you know, you don't see what you like now. If you're going to get further into fall and winter, the options are going to continue to dwindle. We're going to continue to stress out about this. And we have enough other baby related things to worry about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not just so, shopping for yourself. You're, you're shopping for a child now that, you right. know. Yeah. So we're yeah. you know, forced to, to make a decision pretty quickly, you know, or be uncomfortable for much longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we, we did everything we could. And, and this is what was so viable about Brendan's process, helping us build confidence um, so we can make that decision pretty quickly. And I think yeah. our, our close was like 30 days or less. I can't remember now, too. Yeah, so it was pretty quick. Yeah. I was expecting a much longer process, too. So I think some of so I just also was like moving our money around. We didn't know exactly how to do that dealing with 401ks, Roth IRAs, like all of this kind of stuff, like where you can pull it from, how you can pull it, you have to pull it the right way. Like there's not really a lot of good information on that. Like station was super helpful, but I mean, we're the ones still going and doing it and trying to figure it out. Um, so that was a little bit scary, I guess, because just you don't know how to do it. And it's kind of like the only time it'll ever probably be an option. So it's, yeah. there's not really yeah. a precedent for it. Totally. Yeah. So the the wiring of the money is scary for <laughs> yeah. sure because you're wiring to escrow, and then the the time the time restraint you might be yeah. under. Yeah, and just having to make a decision that fast too, because it's like you know you can get really excited about things, and I feel like this is very much like Zach. He gets very excited about things, and like he's like, let's just go for it, let's just do it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is literally the biggest purchase you're ever going to make. You have to make yeah. sure, but there's not there's not really a way to make sure. Right. So, yeah. What. Do you, what do you think made you both certain, like more certain? Or was it still kind of uncertain in your minds when you made the decision? Well, it was uncertain because the um, we knew we needed had to do another inspection, right? The, the initial inspection for that that was provided with the listing recommended doing another inspection. <laughs> and there, there, there were a couple of key areas where uh, there was a question mark there. So that was a... Yeah. There was, there was a, a calculated risk we had to make. You know, do we, we mm-hmm. take the, the pros of we're familiar with the area, so we know we're not going to regret the area necessarily. Um, you know, we love the house. It's got the right number of bedrooms. We're looking for something that's kind of modern so that there's maybe not as much upkeep needed right away. Uh, walkability is always been really important to us. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we can walk down to Totem Lake while living in the suburbs is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for those listeners that don't know, um, what they have built now in Totem Lake, which is where Zach and Rachel live, is a very cool outdoor mall. So, mm-hmm. you know, restaurants, shops, um, and it's just a huge outdoor mall with more coming from what I understand. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's going to be like a cinema eventually. Oh, wow. Um, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Salt Strawberry. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. We knew that this is like such a, you know, monumental purchase and going to be, you know, such a financial burden relative to all the purchases we've made in their lives. You know, not that this is not uh, you know, doable, affordable for us, but living close to a grocery store and these sorts of things mean that it's walkable. It means that we're not part mm-hmm. of it. It means that we do not need to purchase another car. It means we don't need to <laughs> yeah. have uh, additional insurance. <laughs> well, one day, when you, when you have the stroller out and you don't want to drive, maybe. Totally. We'll I, mean, I will say, I wish it wasn't, or I wish we weren't at the top of a hill. That's the only mm. kind of thing I don't yeah. love. Better um, than being at the bottom, Rachel. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is true. But I don't know. I think once it also gets lighter and stuff, and like it's summer, uh, we'll walk a lot more. But I'm also eight months pregnant, so I don't really want to walk anywhere right now. 
Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be walking up any hills right now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So what do you both feel? What was the most difficult part of the process? What was something like looking back on it now, do you think was difficult or challenging? Or maybe you didn't know it was challenging at the time, but it is now. Maybe like agreeing on what we wanted and then figuring out what the compromises were going to have to be. Because I mean, yeah. if we got our dream house, it'd be like $10 million probably. Um <laughs> So like, and how did you, how'd you agree? Like, how did you guys go about doing that? I think we just had to have a lot of conversations and look at all of these different houses and like, you know, Google map them, see where they were, try to figure out, is this commute going to be doable once we go back to work? You know, where are the nearest schools? Do we want to have to like redo stuff later? Um, you know, are we going to have to get a second car at some point? Uh, you remember? Um. Yeah, for me, it's maybe a little different. Okay, well, you know. What was the hardest part for you, Zach? <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, the, the timing was a challenge. Um, figuring out the the, the future financially, because I mean, like we're in a totally different headspace. I feel like on this purchase and the prior purchase. So we knew going to this house that the roof needed to be repaired. We didn't we didn't know the full inspection or know exactly what needed to be done, but we knew that the, the major ticket item, the roof, would need to be repaired. So we're asking ourselves, okay, how are we going to fund that if that you know needed to happen this next summer? Um, we right. know here's what the mortgage is going to be. We know here's what the, you know, the kids are going to cost. Um, so I think that was most difficult is you know making a, a commitment of this size. Um, and, and not entirely know in the future. Yeah, yeah, the fin financial commitment that you had to make. Right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. how do you think you process that? Like, what if, if you had to tell someone else how to go through that, what would you say? Make Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, I'd <laughs> spreadsheet for like every month, you know, through, like we, we started shopping what September, uh, every month from there until the end of 2021. So I know like, okay, here's our income every month. We're going to be taking maternity paternity leave. So that's going to change. Here's where I think that's going to be. Um, here's where our bonuses are probably going to be. And I learned too, I was pretty optimistic on even those. So, you know, some, some of those things didn't, didn't come through exactly how we thought they would. Um, you know, if we, were to, if we were to do the roof, what month could we afford to do that? So putting yeah. that on the end. And then, uh, you know, going to cost? And do then, we get the long-term roof or the short-term roof? that's a different cost, you know, depending on. Yeah. Sorry. We asked Brennan for help too before we made the, the decision to put an offer in. Um, we asked you know, Brennan to help us calculate what will we need to invest in the house? What does a new roof cost? Uh, we have failing windows in this house. What do those cost? Uh, so Brennan was, was helpful too in helping us uh, chart that feature out. And then once we had all the months accounted for, to the best of our knowledge, we then said, okay, like, unlike last time we did this we were you know rose colored glasses let's just do this we love this condo this is so fun now it's a question of okay we love this and we can afford it i'll prove it you know like it's yeah it's, yeah the data to back it up right are we are we correct on, on our hunch here yeah. we, we did everything we could to make sure that was true yeah yeah so kind of planning it out and just putting mm -hmm. the numbers on on paper or in an excel helped you helped you feel more comfort we'll still about use it yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. great. This morning, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, home, home buying 101, home budgeting 101. Totally, yeah. that's wonderful. Great way, <laughs> great approach. 
And that helped us be comfortable with, as Rachel said, this house was way over our initial budget. That helped us be comfortable making the decision to go with this house. It was yeah. more than we were planning to pay. Given the, the pros and cons, how can we make it work? What does that need right. to look like? The pros so. outweigh the cons by a lot. That's awesome. Is there anything else you think uh, people would need to know about buying? Um, maybe spend more time on it than we did. Do <laughs> you feel like you didn't spend enough time? Like, would you have started earlier, you think? Um, I mean, I guess I just didn't expect to find a house so quickly. Yeah. Um, if I had it my way, I, I wish we would be buying now because it would have saved us a lot of money. Well, <laughs> I don't know, Rachel. Right? I, honestly, when you were saying like you were thinking about buying now, you know, you didn't know what now is going to look like. Brennan and I didn't know what the market was going to look like now, but now, you know, homes are receiving between 10 and 30 offers and yeah. escalating, you know, at least 20% over. So it's, it's such an aggressive market right now. I mean, I feel like you guys kind of lucked out um, since you did pull the trigger when you did, because right now it is so difficult Um for buyers to to get into a house because it's so competitive. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I feel like I still don't understand why nobody else wanted this house. Like I feel like we're gonna find like a dead body in the attic or something because <laughs> like nobody made an offer and it was like well there was there was the one we were competing against, but mm -hmm. we yeah. we beat them out. But yes, that's true. I mean, if, in that market where you bought, if it's not picture perfect and perfectly ready to go which yeah. the house you bought had some issues with it yeah and people kind of veer away from it but mm -hmm. um yeah it's all depends on the market and what what's going on currently and what yeah. the house looks like yeah yeah i know i think just you know like looking at the neighborhoods was definitely really helpful even before going out with you yeah um and then obviously you are great to have it's like we ask you a million questions all the time um I think the financial piece is also a really big part of it. Um, yeah, yeah, just, being prepared financially. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I, I don't think we thought about a lot of the stuff that we had to think about, like obviously where we were going to get this money, how we were going to pull it, all of that kind of thing. We really wanted to do 20%, so like really understanding if you do 20% or if you don't do 20%. Luckily, we didn't have to deal with that, but at least we like really knew what we would have been getting into if we we didn't uh, put 20% down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to conclude and capture, I think the, the, the biggest recommendation I would give to any listener that are unsure about the process is do everything you can to build confidence. Um, Brennan was particularly helpful with us and patient with us. As you know, two years ago, we started the process, you know, learned how it works, um, saw a couple listings, saw it wasn't for us, but we at least got familiar with the process. And then when it came time to look this time around, Brendan helped us get in the right mindset before we even saw a house together. Uh, like Brendan, I remember one of the questions I asked him when we first reconnected was, um, what are the major sources of regret from your clients that don't like the place they purchased? Mm -hmm. So I think what you said was, uh, make sure you love the neighborhood, make sure you know exactly what you know, the neighborhood is, and, um, and, and making sure you know your budget and what's affordable. So with yeah. that advice in mind, that's what inspired us to go drive around all these neighborhoods and did that initial research, cut down that a lot. So and uh, and inspired us to get a budget spreadsheet together, so we knew exactly what we were getting ourselves into with, with budgeting. 
And then it was just a matter of, of two weekends and just, you know, continuing to be more and more precise. And, you know, we eventually, you know, hit only, we're only looking at houses we knew we liked at a certain level. And then we have a pretty high confidence level. It's really an evolution, yeah, an evolution to find the right thing. Gotten what we did. Yeah. yeah, totally. But it's so true. I mean, that question is really great. What other regret, like what regrets do your clients have? Because yeah. I think that's a good question to ask as a buyer yeah. and go in with your eye, eyes wide open. Yeah, I think also um, we really wanted something long term. Like we're planning to stay in this house for at least 20 years. So we kind of had that decided going in. Um, yeah. And we also, I think I, I think we were talking to Stacia about it, um, about, you know, renovations, what, you know, what does that look like, financing, all that stuff. And um, at least right now, you know, the advice we got was that it's really hard to do any of that right now. So we kind of just took that off the table so we didn't have to worry about it, too. So kind of thinking about that ahead of time was also really helpful if we could do that or wanted to do that. And we're just lazy, so we don't want to do it. But... <laughs> Um, we got a we got a house that you know is is great right now, and we can always do something later if we want to. But it is a place we can be for a really long time. Yeah, which is great. It's a great move. Awesome. Awesome. There you have it. You All have right. it from the the mouths of the clients. Yeah, firsthand. Right. <laughs> well, thank you, Zach and Rachel. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really great to hear from you. Um, can't wait to see pictures of the nursery. That's going to be baby. so wonderful. And yeah. the baby, yeah. And the baby. More importantly, yeah. more importantly the baby. Yes. Yeah. Well, the decorations in the nursery are also important. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so Bye. much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys and. Uh, Hope you found this useful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you both. Thanks for listening to the Home Podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at closetohomepodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend and be sure to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can also find us on social media with the hashtag Close to Home Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. 